Hello, I'm James Hoffines. I'm here as your host, and sometimes joining me will be Major, my cat, who will be the co-host. But right now, I'm hoping he'll take a nap because he's been meowing. So, and I mean a lot. So if you hear him in the future, we'll just uh, let him have his say too. But uh, I'd like to welcome you to our inaugural podcast episode. This is the Latter-day Shamed podcast. Notice there's a D at the end of Latter-day Shamed because even though we know that institutional shame and person-to-person shaming are prolific in the modern Mormon church, it's been going on since the beginning with Joseph Smith's fiery, sword-wielding angel shaming and compelling 14-year-old girls, excuse me, girls just a few months shy of their 15th birthday, into illegally marrying and having sex with him, often behind Emma's back. Yet, no one shamed him out of that horrible, horrible practice then. And the shaming continues. The other reason I'm calling it Latter-day Shamed with a D is because I hope I can add to the voices calling for the end of shame and put shame in our collective past tense. So the first thing I'm going to do is put out a call for stories. I think almost everyone in the Mormon church and other high demand religions has been shamed at some time in their life, either by a leader acting in their quote unquote official capacity, or sometimes it's well-meaning members just modeling the actions, the behaviors, and words and messages they probably heard in their experiences and they're just modeling that behavior. There may be a few exceptions, but I think shame is built into the structure and culture of the church. Now I've got several stories of my own to tell, both as how I have been shamed and how I have sadly and regrettably shamed others in the name of the church. We lie for the Lord, we shame for the Lord. So I will be sharing some of these stories, hopefully one per episode, as we move through going forward. But I'd like to hear from you too. Would you be willing to share with me and my audience your shame story? I won't read your name Uh, I won't read any names from the submission, so you will stay anonymous to anybody who hears the story. And if you don't want to share a story, but you have an idea for an episode or a question, or if you would like to hear me focus on a particular shame topic or category, please let me know. You can email me at latterdayshamed.com at gmail.com and remember there's a D on the end of of that Latter-day Shamed 
All right. So I'm going to get vulnerable first thing here and tell you one of the very first shame stories I can remember. It may be the first time I was shamed. I know it was the first time I was shamed uh, in this way that, that left such a mark on me, this trauma and PTSD that I've carried ever since I was 14 years old when this happened. And I'm going to give a content warning here. Uh, I'm going to talk about a sexual theme. So if you're in a car riding with your kids or if you're exercising or washing the dishes and you've got your uh, Bluetooth speaker on and there are kids around, you might want to, you know, just take care and do what you need to do there. So here's what happened. I was 14 years old. And I don't remember why, but I was meeting, I was to meet with my bishop, who I loved, still love to this day, and my parents, and a, a therapist or a, work, a social worker from what was then LDS or Latter-day Saint social services it's now LDS FS or LDS family services um, and my parents drove me down to the church and we went into the bishop's office of course he closed the door and this uh, this therapist this gentleman was already there uh, sitting if I remember right just next to me no, he was across from me a little bit because my parents were next to me. And I didn't know that he was going to just dig in from the very first. I thought he was going to talk to me alone without my parents, but maybe with my bishop present. And that wasn't his plan. So the first thing he does is he looks at me and he asks me, Jim, how often do you masturbate? How many times a day do you masturbate? Uh, yeah. So first of all, I did go by Jim back then. Um, but secondly, I was raised in a in both a family and church culture and I guess just general culture in you know uh, I was 14 this was like 1980 something it was or 79 79 or 80 or 78 anyway it doesn't matter it was back then you know when you didn't talk back to people when an adult asked you a question as a minor you answered you answered truthfully what would you have done if you had been indoctrinated for 14 years to answer adults questions truthfully now keep in mind my parents are there as is my bishop 
I, I, I didn't feel I had a choice. I don't remember what my answer was, but I did answer honestly. And I was 14. I had been masturbating by that time. So, although I don't remember the number or the, the, the specific answer I gave, I basically just let him out me to my parents. Uh, both mom and dad later, much later in my life, when we discussed this, um, let me know that they were horrified and hugely embarrassed for me when this incident happened. And I have come to have so much compassion for that 14-year-old boy who didn't think he had a choice, who didn't think he had the authority, the personal authority to stand up and walk out of that bishop's office. And now I know my parents would have followed me and taken me home. They, they had compassion. My bishop would have understood. But even if I, you know, just spoke up and said something like, I'm not going to answer that question. But, you know, I didn't. I wasn't, I wasn't trained that way. I was trained the other way to be obedient, subservient, um, submissive, I guess you could say. Um, now, sometimes when I've told this story, people have said, well, aren't you, aren't you mad or upset that the adults, the other adults, Bishop, mom, dad, didn't, you know, say anything to stop this. And I have asked that question of myself before, but I've come to the conclusion, though I can't think for them, I don't know what were in their, was in their heads at the time, I have to think that they were just stunned into silence. Uh, they didn't, you know, they didn't know what to do. My parents had been probably indoctrinated and raised even more completely than me into you know, not speaking up or, you know, you know what I mean, right? That generation, the greatest generation, they, they didn't speak up against anybody, any authority. Um, I don't know what my bishop was thinking, but I think he was probably stunned into silence too. So, yeah, that was a very scarring experience. I, I think about it think about it quite often um, and that's my uh, that's my shaming story for this inaugural episode uh, I'm gonna leave that behind right now and move on because I don't want to dwell on that anymore today um, so uh, earlier today I was thinking I wonder if I can come up with like maybe six or seven different topics or categories of shame, you know, ways we are shamed in the institution of the Mormon 
church or any other high demand religion, Jehovah's Witnesses, um, uh, Orthodox Catholic, or Orthodox Jews, born again Christians, evangelists, you know what I'm saying, Christians who evangelize, <laughs> those kind of churches. Um, and I actually, I, I couldn't stop thinking of different categories. Uh, so these these could be um, episode topics for later. And uh, if you'd like me to speak on any of these in the future, um, I'll give you my email address again at the end. And you don't have to write these down because it's it's a lengthy list. You're going to run out of pencil, I, I'm afraid. Um, and you can always, you know, go back 15 seconds and listen to something if you missed it. Or, you know, if one of these categories um, triggers something in you. And I hope, I hope to God I don't accidentally trigger somebody into a really bad experience. And I apologize if I do. I know how easily that can happen. So maybe I'll give an, a trigger warning here that some of the stuff I'm going to talk about, I'm just going to read off the list, but something may trigger you here. So please, please practice self-care. And also as John DeLynn from Mormon Stories is constantly reminding me and others I'm blaming institutions, not people, because as people, we are indoctrinated to do what we've, what's been modeled for us. And it's just come through generations from Joseph Smith on down to, uh, current prophet, uh, Russell Nelson. Okay. Here are the categories. Modesty, purity culture, chastity, masturbation, kissing, dating, body art, music choices, harmful lessons, underwear, reading material, media choices, body shame, leaving the church, sexual orientation, having nuanced beliefs in the church, race, garments, family size, missions, leaving your mission early, mental health, physical health, gender identity, tithing, marital status, interviews, questioning anything at all, ever. Church discipline, word of wisdom, fertility, infertility, financial need, food insecurity, motherhood, fatherhood, wifehood, husbandhood, testimony and testimony meetings, and the last one I have noted here is patriarchal blessings. 
Now, again, if you if one of these uh, ideas sticks out to you and you want me to talk about it specifically in a future episode, uh, make a note of that and uh, email me. And uh, what was I going to say? Also, you know, there's there's just so much packed here. So if you need me to, if you want me to unpack one of these and give specific examples from my life, you know, obviously some I'm not going to have personal experience like motherhood, wifehood, but I can certainly give examples from that I've heard or that I have unfortunately helped shame somebody else about or I have friends and family who have had experiences that I can draw from. So that's it for the inaugural episode. I wanted to keep it under 20 minutes and right now we're at about 17 minutes. So thank you so much for listening to my episode, my my new podcast, Latter-day Shamed. I really appreciate you. Um, if you've if you appreciate this content, please like it, subscribe, share it. Um, it's going to take some money to uh, to do this right. So I would appreciate it if you would consider donating to the podcast. Both my Venmo and my Cash App have the same. So you can just send it to JWH at... No, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's JWHSLC. So James W. Hoffines, JWH SLC, like Salt Lake City. Um, follow me on Instagram at Latter Day Shamed. And again, my email, well, for, in, for the Instagram, again, it's Latter Day Shamed with the D on the end. And the email is Latter Day Shamed at gmail.com. And thank you again for listening. I, I appreciate you. And uh, ah, Major's asleep, so he's not going to be able to say goodbye. But I'll say it for him. Meow.